pregabuntur omnes divites plebis. All the rich among the people shall entreat thy countenance. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. On this glorious feast of the Annunciation, Lady Day, as we call it familiarly in English, the Mass opens with a kind of contemplation of the face of the Virgin Mary. The intro to the Mass is taken from Psalm 44, a Marian psalm par excellence, in which the Fathers have taught us, and the liturgy still teaches us, to discover the image of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the deepest secrets of her Immaculate Heart. Psalm 44 invites us to turn to the countenance of the Virgin. All the rich among the people, those already made rich by God's gifts of grace, entreat the countenance of Mary full of grace. You're all familiar with that splendid sermon of St. Bernard on the Annunciation, in which he describes the scene so vividly and taking his cue, as it were, from this verse of Psalm 44, he says to the Virgin of Nazareth, all the patriarchs are waiting for you to say it. The patriarchs are waiting, the prophets are waiting, all of the just of all the ages are waiting, sinners are waiting, the whole world is waiting for you to say it, O Mary. Speak the word and conceive the word. And she, bowing her head, says, Ece Domini, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me according to thy word. Speaking the word, she conceives the word. This response of the Virgin to the angel succinctly sums up all of Psalm 118. Has that ever struck you? This morning, for instance, as we were chanting terse before Mass, as the verses rolled by, I seemed to hear in a kind of counterpoint over all of them, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. If any verse of sacred scripture sums up all of Psalm 118, that long litany of praise and of love and of submission to the word, 
It is Our Lady's response to the angel. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. There you have all of Psalm 118 encapsulated in some way. Something else that strikes me is that when the deacon or the priest functioning as deacon announces the Holy Gospel, he with folded hands says to us in the plural what the angel said to the Virgin of Nazareth in the singular. The angel Gabriel, so beautifully depicted on the door of our tabernacle, says, Dominus Tecum. And before the gospel, the deacon or the priest acting as such says, Dominus Obiscum. Thereby announcing not the mere reading of a text, but a real event of grace. So often as the Holy Gospel is proclaimed in the liturgical assembly, be it at Holy Mass or at the end of Matins on Sundays and festivals, the power of the Word the virtus of the word is unleashed upon the assembly. It is not the mere proclamation of the text. It is an event of grace. Our Lady, in the mystery of the Annunciation, shows us how to receive this event of grace, this divine inbreaking. I sometimes think that if we really knew what happens at the Gospel of the Mass, we would be seized with a kind of holy terror. Do I want to risk hearing this gospel, should I not rather run out to some safe place out of earshot? And this because whenever the Holy Gospel is proclaimed under the overshadowing of the Holy Ghost, as it always is at Holy Mass, not for nothing do we sing the hour of terse before the conventual Mass. The hour of terse is the hour of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost as at Pentecost, which fulfills for the Church what happened to the Virgin at Nazareth, her being overshadowed by the Holy Ghost. When we sing the hymn at terse, we effectively ask the Holy Ghost to overshadow us, to prepare us for the hearing of the word and for the offering of the sacrifice. When 
The Virgin was overshadowed by the Holy Ghost at Nazareth. It was in view of her so hearing the word that in her the word became flesh. And it was in view of her unique and irreplaceable participation in the sacrifice of the cross, the immolation of the Lamb. And so too, when we, at the hour of terse before the conventual Mass, ask the Holy Ghost to descend upon us, it is with a view to the right hearing of the Word of God at Holy Mass and to our participation in the Holy Sacrifice. The Annunciation is but the beginning of the mystery. The prayer that we say three times a day to conclude the Angelus sums up the whole mystery. For forth we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts. Note that we say this after reciting what is really a kind of, I said this this morning too in chapter, the Angelus is a kind of little office of the Incarnation. The little office of the Incarnation. And we having recalled the angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived by the Holy Ghost, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done unto me according to thy word. And the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us. And then we ask the intercession of the Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. And then we come to the collect, which contains the whole mystery. For forth we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts. An outpouring and an inbreaking of divine grace that is life-transforming. <coughs> that we, to whom the incarnation of Christ thy Son was made known by the message of an angel, there depicted on the door of the tabernacle, may, by his passion and cross, the Annunciation, you see, is in view of the passion and cross of the Word made flesh, be brought to the glory of his resurrection. And so we keep this Lady Day, this Feast of the Annunciation, a fortnight before entering into Passion Tide, more or less. And on the Friday after Passion Sunday, we shall have the Feast of the Sorrowful Compassion of the Blessed Virgin Mary, of Our Lady's 
share in her son's bitter sufferings, even to the point of taking her place at the foot of the cross, the altar prepared for the immolation of her son, the Lamb. And in keeping today's feast already, we look beyond our Lord's bitter passion and cross to the glory of his resurrection. And we seem to see already on the face of Mary, that face that we invoked in the intro of this Mass, already the glimmers of the resurrection. Adding to our Ave Maria Grazia Plena, in some way already, Regina Celi Leitare. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.